Hi everyone and welcome to episode 11 of the Therapeutic Rainbow podcast and I'm very excited to welcome Jane Rogers today and she is a parent coach and author and me and the girls received her books the other day and we were very excited but I'll get her to explain them a bit more so welcome Jane and thank you for coming today. Hello and thank you very much for having me I'm pleased to be here so um yeah I'll just tell you a little bit about myself so Perfect. I'm a parent coach um which means that I work with parents who have some um difficulty with their child's behavior so parents come to me when they're struggling with some aspect of behavior and it can be anything from you know high-end extreme sort of meltdowns and tantrums sometimes yeah. on a daily basis um I get a lot of parents who have anxious children uh, okay. especially now and that's been something that's sort of been growing over the last few years and then the more sort of a run of the mill but you know slightly difficult problems like children who won't go to bed and children who never seem to listen and sibling yeah. murder, you name it I've been working with parents for many years now and yeah it's a struggle it's it's one of the hardest jobs that you can do I think one of the most important obviously Absolutely. but um, I have developed a real interest in children's emotional well-being and as part of that um, helping children to talk about their feelings and okay. understand their feelings because I think you can you can never start um, too young with that yeah. so a lot of these um, children that are having sort of angry meltdowns it's it's because they can't say how they're feeling so if we as adults can find engaging ways to teach them to talk about their feelings then it gets a whole lot sort of easier and calmer for everyone absolutely so you probably know all about that having five-year-old yeah. twins yeah definitely yeah, I've got two boys that are grown up now, but I've, I've been through it, obviously. So with that in mind, and I like to write as well. So I've written two books, but I'm just going to talk to you about one today. It's called Fantastic Feelings. Um, and it's got poems, activities and stories. So the poems are all about different feelings and different situations and what children feel in different situations. Um, and the idea is that it can be used as a tool to, for adults to find a way in to talking to children about feelings so a whole range of feelings from you know the really nice lovely ones like joy and excitement to you know worry and disappointment upset and anger all of that absolutely so, and just from us, yeah yeah just Sorry, from yeah. us flicking through the other night it was just lovely to just yeah the girls I was really got pleased into, that you bought it yeah yeah the girls have just so, got into so yeah I'd love to hear a few yeah and your daughters are five so they're are they? five so yeah so yeah. they just got into poems and it kind of did as you say spark that conversation that discussion yeah. I think we yeah. read the one about fear and it was we then started talking about things which is a big Brilliant. thing we which talk is, about anyway so yeah yeah it's lovely to hear from a parent who's actually sort of using it and I have been before Covid I was taking it into schools and doing sort of group activity and it's, okay. it went down quite well so I'm going to read you um it's one of my favorite poems actually it's called the swimming pool slide and this poem um kind of shows you how your feelings can change really okay. quickly from from one feeling to another in a matter of moments so it's a quite light-hearted poem it's called the swimming pool slide mum took me to the swimming pool today she said do you want to go down the slide Yes, please, I said, but when I saw it, I thought it looked rather high. We waited for ages in the queue, but halfway up, I needed the loo. Oh dear, said Mum, what a shame. I don't think we'll get our place again. But when we got back, the queue had gone. 
That's good, said Mum. Come on. Wait, Mum. I'm scared. I've changed my mind. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure you'll be fine. Sit down. I'll give you a push. And off I slid with a great big whoosh. Faster and faster, down and down, slipping and sliding round and round, into the pool with a great big splash. I'm under the water, then up in a flash. I'm so proud of you, said Mum. Wow, I said, that was fun. Oh, so, yeah. obviously, uh, you know, that can spark conversation, you know, can sort of say to your child, how did she feel when she saw the swimming pool slide you know yeah. what were what are her feelings then what was she worried about and then how did she feel you know when she'd gone under the water and up in a flash and so because you know parents I'm sure have noticed that children's feelings can switch just like that so that gives you the opportunity to talk about some different feelings in a, a fun way absolutely and do you feel that lockdown has kind of heightened feelings for children have you felt that yeah definitely yeah. yeah so so my obviously I'm I'm working with a lot of parents who are you know poor parents and my heart goes out to them yeah so obviously you know trying to homeschool and everything and and yeah there are a lot of heightened feelings you know what whatever the feelings were before during lockdown they're you know in some cases they're they're magnified so it's it is really really tough um, so I'm hoping that, you know, my book would provide a bit of fun, you know, entertainment and light relief, but also it's sort of a serious agenda as well. Shall I read you another one? Yes, please. Uh, this is about a feeling that all children will recognise. It's called Excited. And it's about a very excited little girl. Excited. Calm down. You're getting too excited, said mum. But I can't wait. It'll be so much fun. Don't jump on the sofa. Stop fooling around. Do as you're told. Get down. What's all this? said Dad as he came through the door. I know about tomorrow, I shout, bouncing some more. Oh, yes, said Dad. We thought you'd be pleased. Now go and wash your hands. It must be time for tea. I said, wash your hands, not cartwheel across the floor. Look out, you're going to crash into the door. Bump. Ow, I hurt my head. We did warn you, Mum said. No, I can really so, resonate with that one. Yeah, <laughs> that one's got a picture of a, a girl doing a cartwheel. Um, I should have said actually, some of these poems have an illustration, but some of them on the opposite page they have an activity to okay. do to, to to sort of help you, um, you know, give you some pointers as to how to get your child talking about um, the feeling. So I'll, I'll read you one now that's got an activity. Um, anger. So I do work with a lot of parents who struggle with angry children. So anger. I'm seething. I'm boiling. I'm bubbling. I'm fizzing. I think I'm about to explode. I'm screaming. I'm shouting. I'm throwing. I'm hitting. My feelings have overflowed. My anger is like a volcano. Nothing can stop it now. I want to calm down. I really do. Can anyone tell me how? So the activity says anger is quite a normal feeling for most people. Everyone gets angry sometimes. And then it asks, what makes you feel angry? And also ask your family the same question, because I find that um, sometimes parents want to sit down and talk to a child about their anger or, you know, yeah. the difficult feeling and children can feel very much put on the spot there so it's about normalizing it you know all of these emotions are perfectly normal so Absolutely. what makes you feel angry but what makes your brother or your sister feel angry what makes mummy and daddy feel angry so it's 
just sort of normalizing it. Um, and then on that page also, we've got some um, activities, some suggestions that children can use to help them when they're starting to feel angry, you know, take deep breaths, do some coloring in, draw a picture, write about how you feel, um, run around the garden, do star jumps. And then at the end it says, what would you do? Can you think of any other calming ideas? Yeah, I really so, like that. Because I think, as you say, sometimes people and parents, and I know I've done it, try and shut down that feeling too quickly yeah. and that emotion. And actually, it's about saying, well, no, I feel like that sometime. And Yeah. And actually, um, the shutting down of the feeling, I think the, the mother in the swimming pool slide was quite a good example of that. Yeah. And she said, don't worry, you'll be fine. Which, yeah. you know, it's, it's OK to say that sometimes. And actually, the child was fine. But... Um, you know just saying don't worry you'll be fine or don't be silly or it'll be all right it's it's, it's not sort of acknowledging the the actual feeling it is sort of trying to sort of shut it away as yeah you and I really encourage parents in the work that I do to actually notice the feeling first before they start trying to help the child and kind Absolutely. of change their behaviors is notice how they're feeling first so I notice yeah. that you're feeling angry or I notice that you're feeling sad because sometimes yeah, yeah. putting the feeling to it, the child might not even be aware that that is Absolutely. how you're feeling. Yeah, that's a big part of, um, I'm, I run a, a private um, parenting course called the Peaceful Parenting Master Plan. And there's one of the modules is all about feelings and what you've just been talking about. And, you know, it's, it is really common for parents to say, don't worry, you'll be fine. Or, you know, um, you know, like you say, sort of shutting down the feelings. So I'm, I sort of help parents in that module of the course sort of understand what's going on with that. Because, you know, when, when our children confront us with worry, for example, we want them to be all right. Yeah. So that's why we say, oh, you'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah. But, you know, as an adult, if you think, you know, if I'd said to my husband last night, for example, oh, I'm really nervous about this Zoom that I've got to do the, yeah. the next day with Tasha. He probably would have said, oh, don't worry, you'll be fine. Yeah. But that doesn't make the feelings go away. So, yeah, yeah it's... Uh, um, the feeling heard, really. It's just about hearing absolutely. what your child is trying to say to you. Yeah, yeah. And obviously talking to children about their feelings is one thing to do. But I'm a great believer in using tools and results. I mean, you're a play therapist, aren't yeah. you? So. Yeah, yeah you you won't sit a child down in a chair and talk to them no no it's all about the play yeah because as you yeah. say they don't often have the words which is why I think when they do show the emotion again it's about reckon putting that word to it as well so they're aware of it yeah. and I yeah. kind of kind of and, go um, along the two lines really yeah there's an activity that I like to do when I do this in schools is I read I'll read a poem um, about a particular feeling to the, a group of children and then we'll have like question and answer and they always engage it but then I get them to draw it you know yeah. say we've read a poem about being peaceful I'll say draw a peaceful picture um, and then as they're drawing you know the adults will go around and chat with them about it so they're you know they're doing something and talking about you know feelings as well so how um, early on did you would you kind of think about like obviously my girls are five and we talk about feelings but is there a kind of particular age that you think you need to start this 
kind of emotional understanding really oh, I think I think you know right from right from sort of day one almost yeah certainly you know when they're when they're little tots there is you know all, when you think even if you think all the little board books that are around with sort of happy smiling babies yeah. in you know you can start oh there's a happy bunny or you know yeah. whatever and you know from definitely like preschool age there's a lot of resources around for for children there's loads on on the internet and loads on amazon and everywhere there's a lot of resources around of sort of feelings um faces and match match the feeling and what am i feeling now and that all that sort of thing um so yeah really really young i think yeah. it's the best best time to start definitely and kind of thinking about lockdown and the feelings and emotions that parents and children are having right now are there any particular things that you really think you've done and have really helped parents or helped children um so one that stands out to me is i mentioned it a little while ago anxiety yeah so um i work with a lot of parents that have very anxious children anyway you know little worriers and i have had much more of those parents approaching me during lockdown so um and i'm really interested in helping children with anxiety and you you can you can help them so um when I work with a parent who's got an anxious child, I try and and get them to um, help their child understand what is going on in their brain. So yeah. it is anxiety is normal. And I sort of describe it as we all have a worry alarm in our yeah. heads and children can relate to that, you know, and, and you think of like the worry alarm goes on a scale from one to 10 with 10 being, oh, I'm really, really, really worried. And one and children can, especially school age children, particularly can relate to that so I had a mum recently whose child they had to go out in the dark um only you know a, a very short walk to go and pick a brother up from the childminder or whatever it was but every time this child I think she was seven went out in the dark with her mum she would be clinging on to her mum and having a, a you know a huge sort of worry attack because it was dark and she's frightened of the dark yeah. And after this mum had done some work with the child and they talked about the worry alarm, she said that just sort of talking about that helped the child to calm. Um, and then when she'd be doing this for a while, they went out, they had to go and do the same journey. And she said to her child, so where's your worry alarm at now? And the child said, oh, it's just a number two and let go of her mum's hand. Yeah. Because she she understood that she had this worry alarm in her head that was going off even when there wasn't any danger. Yeah. But and I explain it to children that, you know, obviously back in caveman days, the saber-toothed tiger, you know, and the fight and flight. And these days, if you were walking across the road and there was a very fast car coming, your, your worry alarm would go off and you'd run to the other side. But your worry alarm goes off when there isn't any danger. You know, yeah. you're worried about going out in the dark with your mum or you're, you know, you're worried about going to bed or whatever. I've gone off a bit of a tangent, but, no, no, but that's lockdown, fine. Yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think anxiety. that's true. I only, fun. the other day I was working with the girls and they were struggling to go to bed and I was like, this is a real change. And we had that open discussion of what it might be. And they started talking yeah. about monsters under the beds and kind of, and I hadn't even oh. thought it must be that. So we then came up with the worry uh, the monster spray so I created some monster spray and yep. since then just kind of acknowledging that and spraying the monster spray every night touch wood okay. we've had and you've got my book so yeah. read the poem which I'll read now on page okay. 56 I'm not scared of monsters that's a lovely oh, okay. link into that yeah so it, 
this one I'm not scared of monsters because obviously this is you know a really common fear with children. One day I found a monster hiding under my bed. Have you come to scare me? Yes, the monster said. Well you're not doing a very good job because I'm not scared at all. Oh, replied the monster. Can I give my mum a call? Go on then, I said, and I handed it the phone. The monster looked quite worried. I hope my mum's at home. Mum, he said, this kid's not scared. I don't know what to do. Okay, mm, yes, I'll try that. Thanks mum, love you too. She said to make a scary face and try my loudest roar. What do you think? Will it work? I'm really not too sure. But I'm not scared of monsters. That's your problem, I said. I've got a better idea. Let's be friends instead. So there's a nice little picture of a, a monster, friendly oh, monster. I love it, yeah. <laughs> and we've got worry monsters in our house. They've got one yeah. each and they're big things. But actually, they, as you say, they are the girl's friends rather than them being this yeah. big. Yeah, and I think that thing. poem um, kind of flips it. Yeah. So, you know, actually... It's like, you know, spiders, you know, spiders are probably much more scared of us than yeah. we are of them. Um, and it's it's fun, that poem. And there's a there's a nice little picture and you can maybe get the children to sort of colour the picture in or draw their own. And that would just be sort of talking about this sort of scary thing, monsters in a, you know, in a fun, laid back, low key, non-threatening way. Um, Absolutely. It all helps. All of yeah. it helps. So obviously you've got the books, My Fantastic Feelings, and there's another one called I'm, it's a, one, I'm Afraid yeah. of Spiders, isn't it? Yeah, I'm Afraid of Spiders, yeah. poems about feelings. Um, I should just mention the My Fantastic, the Fantastic Feelings also has um, some stories in the back okay. as well. Um, just because I like writing and I just I got fed up of writing poems. So I decided yeah, to write absolutely. And it has some more activities for children and some notes for adults. So it's sort of perfect a real kind of resource there that I think everyone can kind of yeah yeah and where else can people find you have you got oh okay so if you look for my fantastic feelings on Instagram yeah um I'm on there and also the Cambridge parent coach um dot co dot uk is my website so you can find me also on my website and and on uh, Instagram parent coach as well just just go uh, you'll find me yeah. Cambridge parent coach <laughs> brilliant and I'll put the link in the show notes anyway so people can find you that way and Lovely. you might Thank have heard you. before that I ask at the end of every podcast if you had a pot of gold at the end of your rainbow what would yours be filled with oh yeah so yeah I thought about this and with um the prevalence of mental health problems you know in the adult community and in children and in young people and for me it's all about putting the support in at an early stage so that problems don't escalate. So I work with primary schools and they're really under-resourced when it yeah. comes to emotional well-being. So Absolutely. in my pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, I would find a great big check from the government um, that schools could use to provide the preventative early intervention work that's needed with very young children and then you know more specialist work like people like yourselves do to support children with their emotional well-being so they grow up to be healthy happy adults and I'm really hoping that kind of through the work you do through the work I do and kind of putting it out there that we can just kind of get people as you say to just talk about feelings a lot more yeah 
it not yeah. be scary to talk about yeah. those emotions. and I think one thing just um just very quickly I think that parents don't realize that they can do a lot to help their children with difficult feelings absolutely yeah and that's what and I hope know, in the book would help like us yeah sorry yeah and said so the book really will help that kind of yeah just being yeah put it out there and kind yeah, of yeah absolutely I hope so. so yeah. I really thank you so much for coming and I'll put all thank the you. links up so people can kind of look at you and hopefully the books will start selling and you can see helping lots more children so just to let the listeners know that next week on the podcast we've got a lady called Rachel and she's from La La Tigers so unlike words she does all her work through music and songs and that way so we look forward to hearing her next week but thank you again Jane and I will see you all soon thank you very much thank you